What's going on, everybody? Welcome to season one, episode one of Extra Endings with Jay. Yes, I know I am extremely, extremely, extremely late into starting a podcast this season, but you know what? Better late than never. Uh, I'm not sure if you all remember me. I originally had a podcast with one of my best friends. It was called West Coast Rivals, but pandemic and all sorts of nonsense that this world has been going in. Um, that podcast just wasn't really able to happen that much like we wanted to, you know, I, I got Austin who is a ICU nurse. Um, I think he's an ICU nurse. Either way, he's a nurse and our schedules are just totally opposite. So you know what? I'm just shot out of the cannon and, uh, I'm going to go for it solo. Um, I'm definitely going to have him on here quite often whenever he can be on here. Um, like I said, the schedule just total opposites. I will have a few of my buddies and just other fellow podcasters um, around the sport of baseball that I have already been in contact with that would like to have an episode and just get down to it. So, like I said, I know I'm late. I'm not going to go and talk about the whole season that happened. However, I will do a quick rundown on this uh horrible thing right now that the Dodgers are going in but it must be good for every other fan because I know it's like the world against the Dodgers right now anywho we're going to start talking about postseason baseball to begin so this postseason as everyone should know it started with Boston and New York in the wild card game New York Yankees in the wild card game which was exciting for everyone everyone was super excited for that um I'll be honest with you. I had the Yankees winning that game. I had the Yankees winning that game. I just felt like their bats were coming in too hot, but they just went complete silent, and Boston just got red hot at the right time. They went through that slump, and looks like that slump at the end of the season was kind of uh, at the right time for them to get into because once they got out of it, and it wasn't a, it wasn't a long slump, but once they got out of that slump, it definitely... Um, paid off because they do go against the number one seed, the Tampa Bay Rays, and they end up beating the Rays in the ALDS best of five series three to one. Um, I would even say that those games are really close. Boston really did put it on to them. Um, If I can just pull up the box score real fast here for, like I said, I'm not going to go over all of that of how that was but i guess it was close because you have a five to six game boston then you have a four to six game boston um there you go 14 to six boston i think rays only won the first game yeah five nothing um looking at that at the end here let's see where was that at boston wins 3-1 boom pull up that box score real quick because i'm really curious Randy Rosarena, that dude is absolutely clutch when it comes to playoff baseball. He played playoff baseball last year in that short uh, 62-game season, and that dude, just the fastest hands, he knew how to steal, he knew how to run the bases, he was a great fielder, he was just clutch come October, um, and even though he got knocked off here with his team at the ALDS, that dude was still batting uh, 333, which is just insane, um, 
considering he is still very young in the league, and I'm actually really excited to see what's going to be happening with him uh, moving forward. I don't anticipate Tampa Bay doing anything, like trading him off or anything like that, but then who knows? Uh, Tampa's got a really strong, strong team behind him. We have Glass now. Glass, no, however everybody wants to pronounce his name. Um, I believe he went to Tommy John, correct? So he should be back, what, middle next year maybe? I know that uh, Tampa did rock Chris Sale the first game, uh, if I remember correctly. It was game one, correct? No, it wasn't game one. Okay, I am way wrong. Was it game two then? Because I know that they Tampa Bay started hitting off of uh, Chris Sale. Did I say Blake Snow? I have no idea. I'm sorry. Either way, Chris Sale. He started hitting off Chris Sale. There you go. Uh, it was the game two. And Boston won 14-6. to But either way, that first inning, Sale came out there. Uh, give it four hits, five runs, one walk, two strikeouts. It's uh, It wasn't good. Um, moving on to that, you do have the White Sox and the Astros. The Astros, if I remember correctly, they ended up winning 3-1 to as well. Yeah, 3-1 to right there. Uh, the White Sox... I wasn't too surprised. It is a really good team, but they just didn't really have that grit that I thought, you know, they would bring into the postseason. Like, don't get me wrong. It's a young, talented team full of just guys that hit straight dingers. Um, but it was just something I I kind of anticipated. I, I low-key thought that Houston was going to get a sweep out of that. The Houston Trastros were going to get a sweep. Now we fast forward over here to the National League. You had Atlanta taking off uh, Milwaukee, which also wasn't too surprising because, honestly, Milwaukee was good. Like, they had, like, that, what, a three-headed dragon, they call it, of their starting pitching rotation, whatever it was, um, that was good. But their bats just weren't good. Christian Yelich, I have no idea what's been happening with that guy, but he is just not the man that he was after the MVP year he kind of just fell off and then I would say after that one was it ACL surgery and some sort of knee surgery. oh no 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 he shattered his kneecap that's right he hit a foul ball shattered his kneecap called it that and he was actually like head-to-head in that MVP race with Cody Bellinger I remember that now um after that shattered kneecap man he just hasn't been the same I'm not sure if it's because of that or he just lost the mojo after that um who knows? Okay, so then on the other side, you do have the L.A. Dodgers, a 106-winning team taking on the St. Louis Cardinals. That was something I kind of anticipated. Not the Cardinals. I'll tell you that. The Cardinals went on an insane, what was it, like a 16-game winning streak, something absurd like that to end up securing that wild card spot. It was uh, down to one game for i'm sure everyone knows but for those who don't it was down to one game one game for dodgers and giants for um battle first place and giants ended up getting it which is you know congrats to them i still despise them do not care for that team at all but yeah so st louis and the dodgers they played in la for the nl wild card and dodgers end up winning that one three two one to move on to 
face the Giants in the NLDS, and the Dodgers ended up beating the Giants in Game 5 because, of course, October baseball, you got Cody Bellinger, who's just complete human trash coming from a regular season batting 165. Now that man is having an how do they say it? They're saying that Bellinger had the season to forget, but he's having the October to remember, um, which is true. I mean, that guy, he's making plays, stealing bases. He's doing all that kind of good stuff. He's been coming up clutch when you absolutely need him to. Um, the Dodgers did have their backs against the wall when they started playing the Giants. They lost game one, four, nothing. They won game two in San Francisco, nine to two. Had that off day, lost to San Francisco in a one nothing game. Then they came back to beat San Francisco seven to two. So then they had game five and they came back in the eighth inning and ended up winning two to one. Um that game that whole series was extremely tight, extremely close. Pitching duels all up and down from the starters to the mid relievers to the bullpens to just having to make crazy defensive plays you have Trey Turner doing athleticism his crazy athleticism you have Brandon Crawford just showing why he is one of the best shortstops in the game uh when it comes to his glove I mean, his bat I guess you can say too he uh he did have one really good year this year um and yeah so then like I said fast forwarding to that Dodgers won that one in five now we're going into the championship series, championship series, ALCS, NLCS. It's getting crazy. You had Boston and Houston game one, I believe. Yes, game one. Houston toughs that one out five to four. And, you know, you watch that game and you're like, oh, man, this is going to be a crazy series, super close games, whatever, whatever. But no, they just two heavyweights just absolutely going at it because then game two. Um, after Houston won, Boston came back and tied up the series, winning 9-5. to five. You're like, okay, still kind of close because four runs is doable. You got Evaldi picking up that win. And then you do have the Dodgers in Atlanta that same day um, for game one of the NLCS against, again, Atlanta. And the Dodgers lost 3-2. to two. Uh, Going back to that game for Dodgers and Braves in Atlanta for game one, I have to say... I'm sorry. I don't mean to sound biased. It's just the Dodgers are doing nothing but beating themselves, and they've been doing that since uh, game one. It was a horrible base running mistake off of uh, Chris Taylor's part. You know, I there's a lot of very questionable bullpen reliever calls um, coming from Roberts' side. Uh, then and, and then again, the bats just aren't coming through. The bats decide to go missing. Like, you might as well put the whole starting lineup on a bunch of milk cartons and just send them out and asking if anybody's found them because it's just they they come alive for a game then they disappear and you know that's just kind of been a repeating factor hashtag repeat la they've taken it very seriously uh so then fast forward to that you have game two la wins game two in houston i'm sorry my mind is everywhere la is winning game two in atlanta I'm so sorry. I am reading this completely wrong. I sound so stupid. LA lost game two in Atlanta, five to four. Another close game. Another just the bats weren't coming through. The relievers, like the relievers that have shined bright and held it down when they needed to all year long, that was the game that they made their mistakes. Like, hey, everyone's due. No one's going to be unhittable. No one's going to be untouchable forever. It just happened to be that day when those 
relievers that were always on lockdown and just shutting it out just that that's when their air showed and props to the Braves for you know putting together good at bats and putting some wood on the ball and uh just scratching out that win for game two so then that makes the Dodgers go down 2-0 they go into an off day and now you go into where the heavyweights just start going off with Houston and Boston um Boston ends up winning game three 12 to three like I said they just went off and I think, well, this is game three. Let's check out the box score right here. You have, where is he at? This, he, Kike Hernandez, ex-Dodger, batting 6-15. He's batting 6-15 in the postseason, everybody. Then you have Verdugo, another ex-Dodger, batting 364. Then you have J.D. Martinez batting 364. And then you have uh, Rafael Devers batting 308. Then you have Schwarber, who's just a freaking juggernaut. Uh, his batting average is 231, but man, it's like one of those guys where, hey, he's either going to strike out or he's going to really hurt that opposing team with his bat. That's exactly what he did. I, I believe he had a grand slam this game. Uh, fast forwarding to that, now you're going into game three. Dodgers playing game one in Los Angeles against the Atlanta Braves, and they end up winning that one 6-5. to five. It's been a lot of low scoring games for the Dodgers and the Braves and very tight scoring it's gonna be it's nothing but pitching duels and it's mostly been out of the bullpen so you know props to Atlanta because I I'll be honest even I kind of underestimated their pen um and their pitching staff but they've you know they've caught the Dodgers slacking and they're really taking advantage of it um and they barely let the Dodgers win that game six to five for game three and for Atlanta to keep that two one lead. Now you're going fast forwarding to ALCS game four that same day. Houston ties it, makes the series two two, winning nine to two against Boston. Uh Evaldi actually took that loss. I saw I just see right here his ERA actually went up to ten. So how many runs did Evaldi give up? He only pitched two thirds of an inning. But he gave up four. Wow, that's not like Evaldi. I'm actually really shocked about that one. Uh, now we're going into today's games. Today's games. Okay. I can run these down. Kind of painful to talk about. You have Houston. One went away from going back to the World Series. They beat the Red Sox 9-1. to I believe they have a day off tomorrow. Yes, they do. Evaldi's going to get this start on Friday, but still to be determined for Houston. Um, the Dodgers are playing tomorrow at 5.08 against Freed. I believe, yeah, Max Freed, they'll be playing against him, which he's good. They got to him in game one, but he still, they saw he's hittable. We'll see what happens. We'll definitely have to see what happens. <clears throat> Talking about today's games. So Houston, like I said, winning 9-1 to against Boston. I think their bats just really popped off right there. They really took advantage of... Um, where is this summary? Why wrap? There we go. Yeah, uh, Boston was held to only three hits while Houston popped off with nine. And let's see, you have Bregman going... Uh, two walks, five at-bats for two walks, no hits. Altuve, he went four for one with the walk... You have 
Jordan Alvarez batting DH in four twenty one that game. What was he? He went five for three with the uh no five for three yeah five for three with three RBIs. He's slugging. You have Guriel with going five for three three RBIs. You have uh, Correa going over uh, four at the walk. So it's nothing crazy. Um, I say nothing crazy, like it's really not. But no, that's they're still popping off. Uh, you had Kike Hernandez, who's still actually today he went over uh, four with one strikeout. He's still batting four oh nine. Um, I'm sorry, one second. You have Verdugo, who went down to about two thirty five. You have uh, Dever still batting three fifty. And from what I see, I, oh, here's J.D. Martinez. Actually went down to 267. I'm actually really surprised to see him batting 267. He's 30 at-bats this postseason. Um, well, it says his postseason stats in total are 367. But, oh, I'm sorry. For the series, he's batting 267. Okay, I forgot that the website is doing that. That's my apologies. Um, now going to talk about today's Dodger game. So with, today with the Dodgers was... Frustrating. Yeah, Julio, who, mind you, he is over 100 innings pitched than the most innings he's ever pitched all season. Granted, last year was the shortened season, but he's been in the league since he's 19. I believe he's 24, 25 now. So he's been in the league for quite some time, but this is the first time that he's actually pitched, I think, what, 237, 238 innings in total. That's 100 innings more than he has ever done in his career so far. So the fatigue is really showing, um, mind you, with all the injuries of Dustin May, Clayton Kershaw, and uh, the Trevor Bauer situation, Dodgers are missing three big pitchers. When everyone's healthy, that starting lineup is unstoppable. Um, But like I said, Kershaw, Bauer, Dustin May... Those are all guys that you can really be using right now as a starting pitching staff. But right now you're just stuck to three with uh, Bueller, Urias, and Scherzer. And with how tough the series was going all five games with the Giants, they really had to use a lot of those arms. Scherzer coming in to get the game five save, his first career save, um, was definitely something that, you know, was appreciated. But I... I I loved it. I loved to see it, but at the same time, I was like, God damn, like, they were going to use him for game one, and then you have Max Scherzer, who's a guy that really never admits when he's fatigued or tired, he actually just, he gave up the ball. You never see Scherzer give up the ball, and he gave up the ball after four and a third, and he was just like, man, my my arm's done. My arm's spent. It's tired. You can't be mad at the guy, because... He he definitely put in a lot of work in that giant series. He was a really, really big piece as to why the Dodgers are in the position they are in now. Um, and that I'm just talking about him because it's going towards what I was saying earlier about um, it being a lot of fatigue and having to use the arms a lot. Like the bullpen, the bullpen must be exhausted. The Dodgers have been using the bullpen a lot. The Braves have been putting together really good at-bats, getting the pitch counts really high on all three of those starting pitchers. Uh, as I mentioned, was Bueller, Urias, and Scherzer. Um, Julio today, was the he gave up three home runs. He gave three home runs. Or did he give up four? Um, did he give up four? No, he gave up three, right? Uh, home runs. Yeah, three. 
So he gave up five runs. Three of them were solo shots. Uh, the last time Julio Arias did that, he was 19 years old when he first came into the league. So it's been, what, four years, five years since Julio's done that? Um, it's something that goes back to what I was saying earlier. It's not everybody is untouchable. Not everybody is unhittable forever. And, you know, people have their days. And as I mentioned before, I think the fatigue is really setting in. Uh, granted, he did knock out five innings. It was something that myself, along with, I'm sure, other Dodger fans were like, oh, get him out of there, get him out of there, come the th- end of the third, uh, the fourth, middle of the fourth. But it's like, you know, we he did the thing of grinding it out because he knew that he needed to eat a lot of innings so that they didn't need to spend the bullpen arms more than they need to, knowing that tomorrow's game is going to be, well, for one, they're on the brink of elimination, and two, that they, uh, it's, it's, it's going to be a bullpen game and they're going against Max Freed. So the, the bats need to wake up. Bullpen needs to hold it down like they've been. Cause after those five runs by Urias, the bullpen didn't really give it up anything. It was Gonsolin that gave it up. And I'll be honest with you, man, Gonsolin is just straight trash. Like I see him walking around with his stupid cat stuff. And I'm like, dude, how this guy is still in the league is beyond me. I really don't know what the issue is with David Price. Um, he got traded and hasn't gone to done a goddamn thing for it just has a ring just to have a ring um i was excited at first but dude it's just crap uh why he's not there again if you, like we're talking about people missing you have muncie that's gone um justin turner went down today with a hamstring strain grade two hamstring strain so he is done which is sad to see for all dodger fans around because he is the heart and soul of the lineup but uh, like i how can you be the heart and soul of a lineup when you're batting, what, what is he batting, ass? Yeah, 200. Um, so he, it's not like he's done a lot this series. He is someone that's good to be, to have in the dugout, which granted, so is uh, Theo Albert, Albert Pujols. He's someone that, you know, you always hear the comment, the com, the commenting team of TBS saying, oh, you know, he's yelling at the guys in the dugout saying, like, we're not giving up, we're not doing this. Like, but him and Justin Turner, they're leaders. But seeing Justin Turner go out, like I said, it was sad. Um, it has been confirmed that Roberts did say that they are going to be bringing in a, uh, I'm sorry, they're going to be bringing in a player to, to you know, take some swings, take some hacks. I'm drawing a blank right now. I'm so sorry. But they're, they're not going to bring in a pitcher. They're going to bring in an actual position player. There we go. Uh, they're going to bring in a, a position player to get that done. Um, my vote is McKinstry. Yes, his batting average isn't that good. But, man, when he came in at the beginning of the season, that kid is a spark plug. Uh, he does know how to hit when it comes to clutch situations. Granted, his postseason is totally different than just being down at the bottom of the eighth, bottom of the ninth um, in a regular season game. But the kid knows how to hit. Um, he's shown it a lot, and I'm excited to see that. Bellinger is looking really good. He's batting 300 this series alone. Um, I think for the entire postseason, though, he's batting 296. And like I said, just he was batting 165 all season. So postseason alone, he's batting 296, six RBIs, four. Uh, yeah four stolen bases and a homer all of the dodger hitters uh they're all hitting it to the warning track which is like the most upsetting thing gavin lux is definitely getting robbed a lot you have will smith hitting it 
out occasionally, but mostly the warning track. Trey Turner is someone who is just, he's uh, upsetting because, like, it's upsetting because the dude can hit. He was the National League batting champion. Um, I think, did he have the best around the league, too? I think around the league. I could be wrong. But um, either way, Trey Turner can hit, man, and he has a speed, but it's just he's hitting it to the track or he's just hitting it in the most unlucky spots and not really getting into his gaps. And I just feel like once he finds a, like a gap or two, He's going to start opening up. Gavin Lux, I guarantee you that that he's going to have a big at-bat um, come tomorrow or at some point in this series, hoping that they win tomorrow to avoid elimination and take it back to Atlanta. Last year, you know, Dodgers lost the first two, won game three, lost game four, 10 to two, came back and won all the way, came back down 3-1 and won the World Series. This year, they lost the first two games, won game three, they lost 9-2, so... Like I said, they're taking repeat LA very literal. Hashtag repeat LA very literal. Um, you know, it's uh, Roberts was trying to play chess out there today. I didn't really like a lot of the moves he was making. Like, okay, fine, put Bueller out there to run for Theo Albert. Um, I mean, okay, I don't agree with keeping Gonsolin out there for so long because uh, you were still within three. The the Dodgers were still within three. They had, you know, they have their late inning magic that always happens. But Gonsolin, just someone I would not trust. I get it because you do want to save some of the arms knowing that tomorrow's a bullpen game. But it's like now you, you could have given yourself the chance. Uh, you you could have used at least somebody, at least put Brule in for an extra inning. Because Brule's been good. Um, it's not all about the analytics sometimes. Sometimes it's just like, hey, do you trust your guy to get that out? And that's what they're getting paid the big money to do is just get those outs. Um, and so it's sometimes, like, I get it where analytics do help a lot, but sometimes just like, hey, trust your guy. If he's telling you, yeah, I can get this out, just, you know, I, I'd be happier giving up more runs like that instead of just like, hey, let's just switch out a pitcher for three hitters or every inning. Uh, it's pretty annoying to see. Um other than that, you know, Corey Seager, he's still doing his thing. His glove is the only thing that's been pissing me off lately. I did kind of vent already about Turner, Will Smith, who they've acknowledged several times is most likely the biggest threat that the Braves see the Dodgers having um, at the plate because he's just he's clutch. The kid knows how to hit. He doesn't take his at-bats um selfishly you know he tries to hit the opposite side of the field get a single pass the baton on uh Corey Seager's doing that Chris Taylor's doing that everyone's looking pretty good um you know I'm, I'm telling you yeah we have Max Freed tomorrow we as in the Dodgers I don't know why I keep saying we I'm not a part of that team but you all know what I mean you have Max Freed that's playing tomorrow I'm actually trying to pull up his because I know he's good I just want to get the exact number on his um, season ERA. There you go, Max Free. Let's pull him up real quick. 2021's down to 3.04 ERA. He's 14 and 7, so he's he's a 500 pitcher. Um, Oh, he's from North Hollywood. Wow, okay. Um, Got drafted by the Padres, born in Santa Monica. Nickname is Maximus Gay. So, yeah, um... It, it's doable. It's definitely doable. The The bullpen can hold it down if they use it correctly. I hope they just keep Gonsolin the fuck out of there. Uh, 
let let's see how he manages it. I mean, Trinan can go two innings. I wouldn't use him to like later though. You got Gratterall, you got Brule, you got Bickford. You you got a lot of these guys. It's I'm interesting to see how Roberts is going to put this together. It you know, but it doesn't matter if the pen even holds it down if the bats don't wake up. The bats definitely need to wake up. I think one thing that is really upsetting to me watching this entire series was um seeing that Trey Turner has been batting third this whole time. Like I said, yes, he's still making solid contact with the ball. Long pop-ups, long pop uh, fly-outs, you know, to the track, just deep into the field, all that kind of stuff. Uh, he did hit that dribbler. So uh, he's he's contacting. Granted, he does have his strikeouts, but for the most part, when he's hitting the ball, he is hitting him long. He's hitting him hard. Um but you know what? I, I just don't agree with the slump that he's in to keep putting him in that third position spot. Batting him third, I wouldn't do that. So, like, if we're looking at it today, granted, I am not the manager, but I am able to have an opinion. So, that's exactly what I'm doing. So, today he was batting. Where are you at? Today he was batting third. Okay, I knew that. Today he was batting third. Honestly, I know Bellinger did have that horrible season but like i said he, a season to forget in october to remember and uh he's batting 300 this season i'm sorry this uh, postseason alone 296 i'm so i'm so sorry 300 this series alone 296 this entire postseason so he is you know looking like his 2019 self um i would go so far as to put bellinger maybe batting third or fifth third or fifth and then you move Trey to the seventh or eighth spot you put Turner and then you put uh Taylor up there and you probably put Taylor's third or fifth third or fifth in the lineup somewhere with Bellinger so I would do like you know Betts Seager Taylor Smith Bellinger uh damn Bellinger and then you probably throw Lux in there or actually I take Lux out because he's been playing center field um you know and that's one thing that cost us yesterday his center field air he you know his noodle arm that he had today I get it he's only has 10 games playing in center field but you don't do you don't you know let him get his practice reps in center field during the playoffs all right Roberts like that's all I have to say what like how many fuck-ups does this kid need to do to make you realize that hey maybe i should put pollock at left and taylor at you know well taylor's gonna need to be at third now and you got mckinstry that's gonna need to come in like there's so many things you can do uh my mind's kind of going everywhere with it but you got to put what i'd put what damn how would you do that taylor at third mckinstry left mookie center uh mckinstry right mookie center pollock at left um taylor at third then you have Seeger and Trey turning doubles together then you got Bellinger at first and then you got the bullpen you got you got Will Smith behind the play because you got Turner out but then yeah you got Justin Turner out so th- there's a lot of things they can do so me personally like tomorrow I would like to see a lineup of let's see if I can get this right you can do uh Betts Seeger Taylor uh Taylor Will Smith Bellinger uh damn see and then i don't know mckenstry 
yeah see there's a lot you can do but so far i don't i don't want to see lux in there i'd rather see pollock pollock has been hitting uh when needed he did come up clutch today going uh you know with this going uh one for two but he did get those two rbis that were needed and kind of attempt to get a rally started um yeah that's all i really have to say for today it's been pretty disappointing i do want to see some lineup changes i am like i keep saying i'm pretty curious to see as to how roberts will handle the um the bullpen situation tomorrow uh it's going to be interesting i know that we are the only lone baseball game tomorrow and that starts at 508 pacific standard time um it's going to be interesting i'm not sure who the starter is going to be yet there's a lot of a lot of movement going on. I'm pretty sure that he's probably wide awake right now trying to figure everything out. Homeboy's probably sipping on some red wine. Want to be classy fuck. Um, sorry. Yeah, he just, it's, it's very upsetting, the stuff that's been going on. Uh, granted, like I said, it's not all his fault. Not nearly all his fault. The bats have gone silent. Um, Seeger's defense, Lux's defense. Um, there's just been a lot of hiccups. I mean, you look at this team right now playing this series and you're like, is this the same team that won 106 games all season? Um, it's frustrating. You know, I'm going to back my boys in blue always win or lose. It's just, uh, it's frustrating because being a fan, like I said, I'm not trying to be biased, but just, you know, being a fan and you watch and you're just like, man, you know, these guys can beat this team pretty soundly. You know, if anything, they went in five or six, but they just keep making it harder for themselves and it's just uh anxiety like they say it's being a dodger fan it's like being in a toxic relationship so you know you have your ups and downs your happiness you're sad you're mad and it definitely shows but uh all right everybody thank you for listening i will be on here tomorrow for season one episode two of extra innings with jay uh we'll see what happens after tomorrow's game and uh we'll just take it from there all right everybody thank you for tuning in and listening and we'll hear from you'll hear from me next time